This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and dry shampoo feels like a very Febreze approach to personal hygiene. (laughs) (laughs) This feels like an attack. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and I regret to inform you that I brought the Instagram pan, and it was only just fine. (laughs) Oh. I'm Tess Barker, and I miss when people talked about things peaking, and they were referring to drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. For everyone, that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Hello, hello, everybody. Woo-hoo. Welcome hello. to the show. Hello, my baby. Hello, hello my honey. honey. Hello, my how my ragtime gal. <laughs> I'm a little frog. You guys can see this, but we're all we're all choreographed together, perfectly in sync, mm-hmm. doing a tap dance. So sorry, you guys can't see it, but just know um, that worked really hard. We do that regularly. Can we get more choreographed things into our repertoire in 2022. A brandy, of Obviously. course we can. <laughs> of okay. course feel we like, can. I feel like I should put that out there. Potentially, it would be fun. We could do call your girlfriend. Uh, I think this is a great goal to have. Guys, we are doing a monthly Zoom show every month this year. We're so excited. And maybe let's do a choreographed number on one of those over Zoom. It'll be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be insane. I love that. We're going to do it. Now that we've said it, we're going to do it. So gauntlet has been thrown. (laughs) (laughs) So show up. We're so excited. It's got Sun Night Fun Night. It's the first Sundays of every month. The first show is February 6th. And... And let me tell you, this lineup is fierce. We've got none other than Maria Bamford for the first show. No big deal. You guys, Maria's a legend. One of the funniest comics to ever exist. And yeah, she's doing this show, February 6th. We also have the musical talents of Morgan J. I don't know if you guys follow him online, but he's so funny. Bonus, very good looking, incredible voice. And we got them both for our first show, February 6th. Maria Bamford and Morgan J, and of course our resident hunk, Ryan Nemeth. Go grab your tickets right now, ladysunday.eventbrite.com. Um, it's a really fun. So we're really excited to just do them regularly all year and have a great way to kick off your month. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. These shows are super fun. They were great last year, and we're excited to like make them bigger and better every time this year. You can find tickets at ladysunday.eventbrite.com. They start at $12. We also have VIP options to hang out with us after the show, or Hi. you can get a package of all the shows for the entire year that includes the VIP session. And uh, if you're a patron, you get 30% off all tickets, and the code is over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash lady to lady. And like, and by be there, I mean on your couch, hanging out. With yeah, us. be all you literally all you have to do is open up the computer and just watch us make fools of ourselves. So I know you're hearing us do that, but you get to watch it in real time. And that's a very exciting upgrade to the lady to lady experience. Look, we exactly. know there's nothing on television and we're here to <laughs> fill that void with our live show. Succession isn't on right now. Come to your Sunday nights. Hang out with us. So yeah, set February 6th is the first show. Get a ticket, ladysunday.eventbrite.com. Holy shit. The shows are at 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. That way uh, they start at 8 o'clock on the East Coast, too. That way we've done it a little bit earlier this year. That way you guys can hang and, you know, be fresh for Monday morning. 
And yeah, if you don't get a chance to catch it live, uh, if you buy a ticket, the show will be uploaded so you can watch it later. So really, you just don't have any excuse to miss it. I'm so sorry. Mm, Ladysunday.eventbrite.com. <laughs> Who do we have on the show this week, you guys? Oh, my God. She's a hilarious comic. And now she's crushing it in the DIY scene. She's got a great YouTube channel called Laugh Cry DIY. I highly recommend going and watching her videos. She's super funny. And you learn a lot about how to do stuff, especially as a renter, do make cheap makeovers for your house. It's Katie French. Yay. Enjoy the show. Oh, my God. Let's just get to hanging out with our guest, Katie French. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I right away was just taken aback by your coming to us from is that banana leaf? Is that the name of that wallpaper? It is banana leaf among other things. It is okay. uh it's jungle garden. I have wallpapered my closet office, um, which is now something I've done two apartments in a row is find the biggest closet and make it an office. Brilliant. It's exciting because it makes me want to know what the rest of your place looks like. Because if you've wallpapered your closet, then I can only imagine what is happening in, like, <laughs> the, yes. in the living room. There, there is a uh, pretty hot pink couch. I'm not going to lie. Oh, beautiful. I love it already. What kind of material are we talking about? Okay, thank you for couch? asking. I've been waiting to talk about this. Um, <laughs> okay, so I had a vision of a couch I wanted. I wanted it to be flamingo pink. But that isn't necessarily a color. Flamingos actually have a lot of pinks on them. And when I started Mm -hmm. to look at uh, like all the couches that would be that color or whatever, they're like insane expensive. They're thousands and thousands of dollars, as we know. Mm -hmm. And you also can never like try a couch yourself like online. You know, if you buy it online, you can never try it until it gets there. So it's like it's the most commitment you could possibly make in your life. Um, 100%. And I just could not find the color I wanted. And then I found a girl online who did this. And this is like the most genius hack ever. You buy an Ikea sofa and you buy a white Mm -hmm. slip cover for it, like whatever the cover is. And then you custom dye whatever color you want. So I custom dyed Mm. my sofa color in my bathtub over the course of a weekend. And I also literally got poisoning from it and was nauseous and had to lie down for two days. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because it was like toxic chemicals enclosed space in my bathtub. And um, yeah, and it was like a crazy, it was like probably the craziest thing I've ever done. But it came out the perfect shade of flamingo pink. And I will never part with it ever. And my my poor boyfriend lives in a house (laughs) with a pink couch and he has to deal with it. So I don't care. You're a lucky boyfriend. I mean, that's the thing. Men yeah. men need a woman sometimes to put a nice pink accent furniture yeah. in their house. I think pink is a power move for a guy, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when they, you walk into a place and they have like a hot pink item, it's just like, oh, this is that's a confident really, man. I agree. I, like I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, until you talked about being poisoned, I was like, this is what I was like. This is exactly the dream <laughs> scenario that I want to talk to you about because you are like the DIY queen. Um, I am. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and what's the name of your YouTube show again? Yes, I have a YouTube channel called Laugh Cry DIY, and it is DIY decor for cheap whores. And <laughs> my mom has asked me to change the tagline, and I refuse. Um, <laughs> that now that should become the second part of the tagline. Yeah, yeah. And you know how like every like every community like has you know whatever they call their they want to call their fans, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. can I call mine whores? But like, um, unfortunately, anytime I comment cheap whore on YouTube, it hides my comment. So I've like actually censored myself somehow by accident. <laughs> what about what about decors? Like, oh, that's oh, a good one. Oh, 
That is yeah. so smart. Hack the algorithm with that. I love it. Mm-hmm. There you um, go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I started this YouTube channel mid pandemic and um, I am obsessed with, yeah, all things home decor, um, cheap cheap decor specifically um i hate i hate corporations and i hate capitalism so i'm always trying to steal their ideas and make them on my own um hell yeah but really there is so much stuff you can do that like doesn't look the tacky dollar store way you envision um for Mm -hmm. so much less so and also like because of pandemic um like stores were closed you know there weren't like really goods to get so really the dollar store was the only thing that was open and i was like I will absolutely make a headboard from bamboo pieces I found at the dollar store. And I did. So have you always been crafty? I mean, do you kind of have to have a touch for this stuff? Or is this something that you kind of taught yourself? Is it a skill that you've honed? Because I feel sometimes I'm a bit intimidated. Like I'll get an idea for a DIY thing, but then I I feel like I'm going to have the Pinterest fail version of it if I try to execute it. Yeah. I mean, and you're, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's an art and a science, you know, and some people, some people Mm -hmm. like have the patience to do it. Um, but I think that, I mean, even myself, like you can get better each time you do it. I just always feel like if I have a vision or an inspiration, I'm just very stubborn and I want to make it happen like no matter what. And also usually as cheap as possible. Um, so yeah, you just like pick it up. But I learned like in the last year, I've really learned power tools and, um, Mm. I think I am, I've always been crafty and I've always had like the deter- determination to do it, but maybe not the knowledge. And when you're using power tools, it's a good idea to have yeah. some knowledge. As a... <laughs> if you like I'm all sure your that's been a crazy learning curve. Yeah. <laughs> as the men of YouTube have pointed out, you should really clamp wood when you're uh, trying to saw a straight line. Um, <laughs> Isn't but... that the truth, honey? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i and i used to be so like intimidated by it but honestly if you do one thing like you know you just learn as you go and stuff and i i it really is really exciting like there's a whole world of diy where it's somehow Mm -hmm. diy has become like the new like corporate feminism where it's like empower yourself girlfriend (laughs) pick up that saw like i actually hate i it's true, but I hate that like marketing of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it is really nice, especially if you've like worked really hard on something and you like get to come home and see it. Like you like it because it's cute and because you made it with your hands, you know? That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I, I've been like, you know, working with a trainer and it's in that similar space of like a very annoying, like, yeah, corporate feminism shit all the time where everybody's just like, girl boss, bleh, and you're like, uh, but I'm like, oh, these are the people who are training. I just have to like be okay with it, but I hate that like side of shit. It drives me crazy. It's, it's so embarrassing, especially when like, I don't know, I used to call it like um, instead of advertising, it's femvertising because it's always <laughs> like, yeah, just whatever yeah. it is. It's like, girl, you can craft your way out of whatever. Um, but I did that said, I did genuinely start my channel because I was like so depressed and like obviously mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was really funny because like in my house, like my boyfriend was like spent all the pandemic like on the couch cuddled up like talking to his little friends on the phone and then I was just like I'm gonna gonna be in my mom's garage don't talk to me I'm drilling I was just like I love that it was just like full like I transitioned into full grandpa I literally the other day I literally just bought a pack of men's white t-shirts because I was like I'm gonna be doing a lot of painting and staining coming up you better you know make sure we got it (laughs) that's great though I mean you've done amazing work Um, we've seen some you know you've done a lot of comedian stuff you did Deb D.G. Giovanni's kitchen right yeah yeah that so looked I def- awesome 
Yeah, I like specialize especially in like renter friendly makeovers because there's mm-hmm. so much you can do that you don't realize. And what is cool is like there are so many more companies making cool stuff. Um, and again, if you're creative and stubborn, then you can try to hack, you know, your version of whatever. But um, yeah, I've really loved doing um, spaces. I like color. I like pattern. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm i sorry, neutral lovers. I love you. I respect you. I get it. But I will kill myself before I have a White House. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. if that's polarizing. We're definitely, <laughs> I think all three of us really identify as maximalists. We like, we also like color and pizzazz. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I so yes. what's your process yeah. like? Does it start with like okay, if someone comes to you like I I don't like my kitchen, I'm tired of it. Where do you start? Like, what's yeah. the first thing to think about? So my first question is actually, what do you want to feel when you walk into that kitchen each morning? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to feel like cozy and calm? Do you want to be inspired? Do you want to be like energized for the day? Like, I really I it not to get all like woo woo, but it really is like the energy of your space is like physically changed by the items, the colors, everything in it. So really my question is always just what do you want to feel when you walk into the space? And then from there, talking about like what is your like design style? What do you like? And a lot of people think that they don't know what their design style is, but they actually do. You know, if you show them four pictures, like here's a farmhouse, here's like modern minimalism, here's a mid-century, like they will like gravitate. Um, But yeah, it's always like what is the uh, feeling you want? What are colors you like? What are colors you hate? And then starting to mood board out, um, which I like recommend to everybody, like go on Pinterest, we're all making mood boards and like start pinning all the stuff you like and then go back and then you'll probably see, like look at everything critically together. You'll see the same gold handles actually in like every Mm. single picture. You won't realize Mm. or like, oh, they all have a basket in the corner or have mixed this color or pattern. So it's an interesting way to like find out, like hone in on exactly what you're gravitating towards without like designing from scratch, you know? Totally. That, that makes a lot of sense. Cause it's like, I, I do, I don't, I don't have Pinterest, but like I, I bookmark everything on Instagram that yeah. I like. Mm. I follow so many different things like that. Although I will say for the listener, if you've done that, done that, know that um, if you put stuff into different folders, you can't delete it from the main folder because it will delete it from the other folders. Uh, which I have done and deleted Wait, hundreds of no. Brandy, <laughs> Instagram has folders? No, Pinterest. <clears throat> oh. No, no, no. In- Instagram oh, does. Oh. Like on your, on your, oh. on your saved, because you can save posts right, to go back right. and look at them. And then you can organize them into different like, oh, I want all my like inspirational quotes here, all the houses I like, all the pets that I think are cool. But all the they pets also have, that like, I big... think are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just every single pet I see. Every pet, you know. Yeah, I I the didn't actually know that they had. I didn't know at all that there were folders. Yeah. But I I I always yeah. accidentally hit that save button. So like, I think my save looks mm-hmm. like a crazy person because yeah. if there's yes. no rhyme or reason to it. It's just should have accidentally hit. <laughs> dude me too and then i found out okay i think people can see if you saved something so i was a little worried about that because i was like i've accidentally saved just random people's photos and i'm like do i look like a creeper because this person thinks i saved a picture of them and their nephew i don't think you you can see who you can see how many people have though and that's a really good way to see how many people have jerked off to certain photos (laughs) (laughs) some may surprise you you're like oh that one okay yeah. So yeah. How many people do you think have jerked off to your makeovers, Katie? Um, I mean, <laughs> I have. I, for sure. I'll just admit it right that now. Is, I know. 
<laughs> that is like the one kink I would be down for. Like <laughs> wallpaper. Honestly, to be honest, sometimes I'm like, maybe it is my kink fetish because I follow, oh my God, there's an account on Instagram. It's the Historic Wallpaper Society. And Ooh. it is, I mean, it must be a membership of dozens of old ladies <laughs> <laughs> who they post old historic um, prints and like pieces of prints. And a lot of times they'll be like, you know, somebody just, you know, bought a house and is renovating and just found like a quarter portion of a wallpaper. So they'll post it and be like, does any, can anybody identify what this is? And then literally these little old ladies will be like, I, th- I think they're all British. Um, <laughs> of course. They're, they'll be like, oh, that's the 1700s mm-hmm. like pastille pattern from whatever. Like, and they can like, <laughs> crazy like crazy investigation they'll find like the most obscure ones like which wallpaper house like printed it when so i think yeah i think i'm a idiot because i follow them no no i love it i love the idea of like maybe this being what like all the women that like broke the enigma code in world war ii yes yes they're just like they have minds for puzzles and they took down the nazis and now they're just like i'm gonna find this wallpaper yeah now let's talk about wallpaper because it is famously expensive so I'm very curious to know, like, how you're hacking the wallpaper game. Yes. So here's this is thank you. I'm so happy that somebody cares about my um, wallpaper love. Um, <laughs> I, truly. Um, OK, so there's like three types of wallpaper. OK, there's like traditional paper, which is non-pasted. So that means it's like just the paper. Mm-hmm. you got to get the wallpaper paste. There is pre-pasted which has the glue on it. You have to activate it and then put it up on the wall. And then there's peel and stick. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, um, like those really fancy older styles, those are the most expensive. They can be like hundreds Mm -hmm. of dollars a roll. I just found out there's a a company in France that does hand-painted wallpaper. And they like to the measurements of your room will like hand paint the entire mural. It's like $50,000 to do a bedroom with this stuff. But that is like bespoke the most bougie, you know, the royals Mm -hmm. have that or something. Um, Wallpaper, peel and stick wallpaper is the best wallpaper to use, in my opinion, in general, because it's significantly cheaper because they know that renters are using it. Um, It's. Mm -hmm easier to work with than like paste than either of the other ones and you can peel it off with no problem whereas if you peel off um the pasted wallpaper you gotta like to get that Mm -hmm. off is like a whole nightmare unless there is paste now that is like renter friendly but in general peel and stick is the cheapest version and then there's this other hack that no one's talking about and i'm so happy to um to expose this Mm -hmm. in the community (laughs) um (laughs) liquid starch is mm-hmm. um like you would buy it by the gallon to like starch stuff. Oh yeah, I've heard um, of those. You can use it to fabric paper or sorry, wallpaper with fabric. You can like you you roll the starch mm. on the wall, you put the fabric over it, you like roll it over it again, and when it dries, it sticks clean to the wall and you can peel it off like nothing. It's Whoa. an old it's an old army Yeah, it's an old army wife trick because they would have to move from place to place to place and take down everything they just did. Um, so you can, and supposedly I, I've been waiting to test it myself, but supposedly you can use liquid starch for regular, like non-pasted wallpaper too. Um, and it's like the best hack. There's also another one I saw that was like, you can make your own paste of like cornstarch and water. Um, Mm -hmm. that, that might be a little hardcore, but, um, (laughs) or I, I can't, I haven't done it myself, so I can't, uh, talk about that, but it's amazing because when you take it off the wall, you just like wipe it down clean and you're good to go. Could you do that with like lace? Would that look okay? You, there, you know, no, what? because lace has too many holes in it. 
you don't have as much mm, like um, right it oh, doesn't have anything to hold and stick to um you i mean conceivably you you could try but it doesn't have as much surface area i guess of like like a cotton fabric mm-hmm. or something yeah well it's gotcha, gotcha. i like I, you know there is so much peel and stick wallpaper now and it's so many cool like patterns and everything and katie's actually you know helping me do my kitchen we it's been taking forever because i've been horrible at getting back about shit but she uh i got this really cool wallpaper you know for my birthday like last year that i been meaning to put up in my kitchen it's this really cool like peach with like dark blue background um but we realized that there's not enough for the wall you know so she said well why don't we could do it halfway which is a really cool compromise too where you know we can paint like the bottom half and then just have the top half with the wallpaper so i feel like there's a lot of like different hacks you can do if you know you don't want to spend a ton on the wallpaper Totally. You can also, I love, um, I want to do this eventually, but you can wallpaper the ceiling. You can, with peel mm-hmm. and stick wallpaper, wallpaper your fridge. That's a great one to like add some little That's like so personality. Cool. Um, it's great for like, you know, do the back of a bookcase, do like I did like a closet. Um, it's it's so, so fun. I will say, I do want to um, give you guys a pro tip about if you're going to do wallpaper, over order way more than you could ever imagine that you think you need and return it. And also you want to order it all at the same time because they print these rolls as they go. Mm. And so you want to make sure you have the same dye lot is what it's called, where they're all from the same batch and the color matches. Because sometimes if you're like, oh, let Mm -hmm. me come back and get more like, you know, in four weeks or something, you'll go and the the color actually won't look identical. So Oh, that's a really that's really good yeah, to know. Sa- sa- wow. I'm saving hundreds of dollars for you guys right now. <laughs> that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's no. a huge tip. Wow, for real. So you looking like is yeah. this like a side thing or are you like looking this to become like this is your you know? I step into having this? yeah. I started the channel this year. I would love for that to be my whole life. Um, but yeah, I am taking out like I have I have clients. I'm doing makeovers right and left. I'm like always trying to think of like new content for the channel, new stuff I want to do. Um, but yeah, I would love Netflix. Come, come holler at your girl. Because yeah. There is. <laughs> yes. There yeah. is no, this is like my big pet peeve of like in, in home decor, especially it's, it's pretty like exclusionary and elitist. You're either like an aspirational mm-hmm. architectural digest where like, you know, some celebrity woman is like, <laughs> they're always like, um, I was at a monastery in Italy and I just loved this marble. <laughs> so I brought it home for my child's playroom. <laughs> like it's so, nobody lives like that. Yeah. We're all yeah. cursed, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you have like the whole like farmhouse aesthetic, which is always like, and God bless like people who can live in the Midwest and buy huge homes um for yeah. much less money like you can go ham on that that's cool but i feel like there's really not a market for like renters specifically you mm-hmm. need like cuz people are so limited a lot of people are living in cities in smaller spaces um and a lot of millennials like will not be able to afford a home in their lifetime so I feel mm-hmm. like so much of the stuff is like very inaccessible, you know, especially when you're watching HGTV, it's all like demos, remodels, hardcore house flipping that like is very out out of the like lifestyle for most people. Um for sure. Yeah. Those shows are so funny cuz they'll be like the house is $500,000, but I'm going to put another $150,000 into renovations and you're just like, "Oh." And you're cool, like, "Oh, you that's are? our number that that's someone's sweet. spending." Yes. <laughs> and I said I say five hundred thousand, and that's a cheap. Well, home yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, oh, that's not a home in Los Angeles. That wasn't even a home. That's a bad shed in Los Angeles. Adorable. Yeah, yeah I, I have a question, yeah. Katie. Have you ever worked with a client who is drowning in books? And do you have any suggestions? <laughs> 
That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was just um, I did a friend's back a friend's backyard makeover, and he's like a big bookworm, and his bookshelves are like a fire hazard. I mean, they're like stuffed. <laughs> yeah, they're sagging. Like mm. holy shit, you know. Um, and I feel like. I think if you're like if if books are like really important to you and it's a big part of your decor, like make them very intentional, like not just you don't just have to like, oh, color coordinate yourselves, which is a very hot button issue. It's tearing yes. the decor community mm-hmm. apart. Um, <laughs> I know that people have a lot of strong feelings about that. Um, but I love like, you know, there's like the floating bookcases where like it just looks like the books are on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can like stack books around a um like a coffee table like literally the legs and make it look like the coffee table is on a pile of books you know stuff like that so Mm -hmm. like i think like get like arty and like actually make the books the actual decor you know um yeah i also love like with the floating shelves you can do like you could just do like a few books and then actually like put items on top of those books so the books become the shelf you know Mm. no that's cool Mm. yeah are you super drowning in books? Yeah, I am. And I'm a, I rent a really small place and I can't part with any of my books. And I'm like, I got to figure out a way, exactly like you said, to make this look like intentional and not um, like I'm Quasimodo <laughs> in the stacks at the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more book tip is I do like taking the jackets off the book covers, unless you're particularly attached to them. Because it makes it like cleaner, and a lot of times what's underneath is like it's more neutral, or it's mm. um, you can like color code them or like uh, group them a little bit easier. Oh, I like nice. that. That's a yeah, good more tip. of like an old school look. Yeah, and then conversely, some people replace all the book covers with like stylish book covers, and so you can have like they're all white mm. or you know whatever. I my friend in New York did that because he and his boyfriend had their entire apartment was all black white and gray so they covered all their books in white and i was like i could never do this but i appreciate who you are (laughs) yeah some people i will say the psychopaths of the community um they (laughs) actually put the books backwards on the shelf so the pages are out what that's i I think it's psycho that's psycho that's That's complete (laughs) psycho Ah, i hate it no that's complete psycho (laughs) yeah i I agree i agree it looks like you're in like a lawyer's like really cluttered office or something like papers everywhere yeah it's like that's it very is yeah i almost want to yeah. try it just to see what it feels like <laughs> also like what a way to tell people you don't read these mm-hmm. books and they're just for show seriously like, you can never find yeah. one again very much <laughs> all right we're gonna go dig the t- test out of her pile of books we'll be back in a second everybody <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Katie French. Hi. Yeah. All right, Katie, we're going to ask you some very hard-hitting questions. Um, I, ta- I, you, I feel like you seemed like you were a MySpace kind of gal back in the day. Ooh. Kind of and kind of. Kind of not. But we'll find out. We'll find out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if it this ruins the just- bit. <laughs> No, it doesn't matter at all. No, this is just those MySpace quizzes that people would like put on their oh, bulletins yes. to get to know more about them. And, you know, yes, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But here's our theme song, which does matter very much. Mm-hmm. I've 
MySpace quiz. <laughs> okay, let's see. Katie, what was your most overused phrase on instant messenger? Like your away message. <laughs> okay, to be honest, I didn't have... Inst- okay, this is truly psychotic. I did not have AOL or whatever, right? My okay. best friend did. And briefly, like, I feel like it was a thing of like, she was stayed logged into it at my house or it was something like that. Right. And I, mm-hmm. um, I went to a chat room. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm telling this story. This is <laughs> yes. not, and it is not what you think, but it's going to take a left turn. Okay. So I went, <laughs> I found a chat room that was like for Broadway musical lovers. Okay. Love it. <laughs> right. Like an early chat board. And I was like, cause I liked musicals. I was like, da, da, da. and mm-hmm. again, I'm like 12, 13. And uh, I pretended to be, this is so insane. Okay. I pretended to be a single mother who had had children really young and therefore her like Broadway dreams couldn't happen. Oh my God. (laughs) And I told people this and the whole board was like, don't give up on your dreams. You can still perform. Find a community theater. Find something like that. Like, it's not too late. And I remember being like, no, it is too late. Like, <laughs> Oh, back when the internet was supportive. <laughs> I don't know what possessed me. I don't know what. I don't know if I always was like a sad girl at heart or something, but... I, that, that is so funny. Is insane. <laughs> Such a specific character to take on. I know. It's actually like... really impressive for being that young to come up with that nuance of a character. I know. I don't know what inspired me. Like, and I don't know why I was emotionally manipulating. I feel like we all used to do that, though. Yeah. But I think that was very common. Like, I play. I think like. It was just like, you were like, what would it be like if I said I was this and people treated me this way? It was a very easy way to just like, you know, play someone else for a second. I mean, I think a lot of people catfish, not like to the level of, you know, (laughs) where you're meeting someone in person, but like pretending you're someone else, I think was especially common in those chat rooms. Yeah, I guess I was a catfish um, pioneer (laughs) in a really (laughs) weird, emotionally manipulative way. <laughs> Me and my friends catfished as as um what's her fuck the girl who played Sabrina, Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> oh, that's also very specific. I know. I don't know why we were like let's pretend we're her. And so it's just like it's funny because people are like you know they think like well it could be her. So I yeah. don't know why we were saying that, but just like you're like yeah why don't I see why what people how people react to this so weird weird thing. <laughs> That is so funny. Oh, my God. Okay. That's amazing. Katie, would you kiss anyone you have texts from in your phone? Um, I do um, already. Um, yeah, definitely. Wow. What a wow. freaking slut. Juicy. Wow. You are a decor. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Katie, nee, um, what are you looking forward to? Mm, what am I looking forward to? I um, am currently working on a furniture flip that is like a mini bar. And um, I'm doing it in like a like aqua teal. Like, you know, imagine the color of like a vintage, like a classic 1950s car, like that aqua teal mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and I, it's like kind of like that car is like kind of inspiring it with like the handles and stuff. But I'm going to finish it this weekend. And that's what I'm currently looking Ooh, forward to. Cool. Yes. 
That's super exciting. I'm gonna watch be watching that Instagram yeah. space for for the watch reveal. The That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Katie. Uh let's see. What do you do to relax at the end of a stressful day? Um lately, especially in winter, I'm a bath queen. I love mm-hmm. a nice bath. And my cat is like a kind of a water cat, so she does perch on the tub and just like hang out with me it's really cute i also wish my cats would do that they always wander in and they're like what the fuck's going on in there but they won't yeah closer she doesn't do it every time but like especially when she was like younger she was like very curious about what was happening so um we hang out and i do this does everything all loads all roads lead back to decor um my dream is to i saw this there's these girls the sorry girls on youtube they're huge uh big decor people mm-hmm. and one of them in her bathroom she has a projector on the wall so she can take a bath and watch movies oh my god is that not oh, wait you just changed my life because i have both of those things we really? have projectors yes, yes. dude <laughs> whoa and i was like whoa. holy shit that is like the height of glamour luxury amazingness because i do like i already yeah watch stuff in my bathtub because i have like a shelf where you can put a computer yes and it's not you know yeah but that's like mm-hmm. next level i do too mm-hmm. and i love if you guys not have not bathed while watching a film a film oh um, it's great you need to because it is amazing <laughs> um yeah that's a dream that sounds like heaven. yeah i've been taking I a lot of baths that. lately too and i and i'm like is there too many to take? Like, it feels <laughs> no. like it feels like you can't do it more than twice a week or something. And then no. I don't know. It just e- feels a little weird. Every night. I've always been curious. Have you guys ever tried like, you know, especially on like Instagram influencer, like they all show baths that are like, it looks like soup because they put like rosemary and like whole fruits oh. and like it looks like. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. if that looks really exciting or if that looks crazy because you have to like swim through debris while you're bathing. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I don't like a bath, but I have to take a shower afterwards. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always, do feel does like everyone not shower after a bath? I always shower at the end of a bath. No, I, I don't. don't. I don't. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> are we wrong? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I've never we heard of that. Maybe, maybe we are. <laughs> no, you guys, just, you're sitting in your own like skin cells and like you have to take a shower to like get the bath off of you. Well, but like I'm not. T- I guess I'm not taking a bath to get clean. I'm taking a bath more as just to like mentally right. check out. Yeah, like I'm usually already like showered either like the night, the day before, or the day you know I'll I'll do it like on either day around it or whatever. Yeah, okay. bath's but... not like clean time to me. But no, I don't. I'm not. Fuck that. It's too much work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I also really love showers. So to me, it's just extending the process. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, then it's it's also the like okay, it's already hard to get out of a bathtub knowing because it's gonna get. It's gonna be cold, but then you have, to, you have to get out and then wait for the water to get hot, and then you have you, that you're you're creating two moments of yeah, cold a, as opposed to just a lot one. of fuss. Have you? Um, are you guys yeah. like bath bomb people? Yes. If people get them for me, I like can't handle how expensive. I know, they are. I know. And then you like save it because you're like, I don't want this to be the bath yeah. where I use it. Um, I got some mm-hmm. for Christmas that I used. I usually don't use them because I feel like it's just like. You're asking for a yeast infection, but I think <laughs> I like an Epsom salt. Yeah. yeah. But no, I've been using them. They're our fun. But yeah, they just it's kind of I don't feel like they do much aside from change the thing into like a weird color. Yeah. You have to do a lot of cleanup afterwards. Um, but yeah, I like the Epsom salts. Mm-hmm. I have like I keep a um, like a clear container of like Epsom salts. And then sometimes they have like lavender flowers in them or whatever, you know, however mm-hmm. they come. But that's a nice little yeah. thing to throw in. It just feels like a ceremony. I don't know. I just love it. It feels very mm-hmm. or not ceremony, a ritual. Yes. And I love anything where you can feel rich without spending a lot of money. And I feel like a bath is one of those things. Totally. Totally. 
No, for sure. Yeah, I like to just I, I usually just have candles on when I'm taking a bath too. Like I just want it like mm-hmm. quiet. I want it like quiet. I want it like low light. Mm-hmm just like as little input as possible yeah i will say <laughs> as a tall person living in a rental i'm looking forward mm. to a day where i can have a bathtub that's as long as me Ooh. <laughs> yeah. i never thought about that that's interesting yeah like yeah. i always feel like a bit like an extra large hot dog in a small butt <laughs> in the bath <laughs> <laughs> yeah For you sure. kind of have to Those- curl up yeah those are hard too because then you're like, okay, what has to be submerged? Because otherwise, it's cold above the surface. Like you're you're playing a game. I feel like constantly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my tits are always getting a lot of airtime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Katie, anything embarrassing happened today? It's too early in the morning. I'm trying to think. Oh, this is. It's not embarrassing. Well, okay. So I have a cat, and she um she walks on a harness. And she is an orange cat and she has a little orange tiger striped little vest she wears when she walks on her harness. We started her young um, and she we actually regret it because she likes it so much. She wants to go out all the time. Um, And she has started like going to the bathroom outside. And that's like I didn't get a dog for a reason because I didn't want to have to like deal with (laughs) that. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So now she just like goes and she like (laughs) take a dump outside on the curb i mean on the grass and i'm like very embarrassed that i have to like pick up after her and then oh my i'm already i'm already like it's already a thing because it's like a cat on a harness i get it so i just look like a psycho crazy cat lady and i don't like that like vision for me even if it's true you must get stopped a lot do people have questions yeah are they excited to see her yeah they're excited and also she um she came from a hoarder house that was like literally it was a studio apartment with 15 Mm -hmm. cats and a dog in it oh no! and it was carpeted and um it so she is like very social and she's very um curious and she likes dogs like she goes like nose to nose with the pit bull in our building um and she so like you know and obviously people are always walking their dogs so she's always trying to like kind of actually like creep or bully other dogs (laughs) so (laughs) so she's yeah she's always a conversation starter for sure i love that that's amazing she's adorable man man i'm jealous yeah i'd love to be able to take my cats on walks but it is nice that they're never trying to get out because the coyotes in this neighborhood have been going uh, fucking bananas lately. It is so wild. Like at night, you just hear them in the canyons oh, yeah. calling to each other. And it's just like, ah! we just saw them on the street the other day. They, it is. Out there. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Haunting. Yeah. Well, it, you're not full cat lady. I feel like you won't be full cat lady until you have a parasol that matches her. Yes. Mm. So yes. as long as you don't take that step, I think you're still Or the clear. stroller. <laughs> I think that one is real wild for oh, a cat. One t- one time I saw a cat in a stroller uh, in the Redwood Forest. Oh like they had they had taken their cat on vacation in a stroller to to the Redwood. Oh my god. <laughs> and I see, was just I, like, "Whoa." I feel like that's goals. I think yeah. I love when no. I see a cat on a hike. It wasn't it wasn't like bad, but it was just like a cat is here? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> How is there a cat here right now? Is a cat into this? And he was just very nonplussed in his stroller. Just like, I don't care. As long as I don't have to walk. I'm very <laughs> impressed. Yeah, that is that is pretty impressive. <laughs> okay, question Katie. Have you ever been to Olive Garden? Sure have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. Con- con- controversial, dramatic. Um, 
Oh. I there was always like my hometown Olive Garden there was always a wait you know I mean I guess there is everywhere mm-hmm. but it was very much a like oh mm-hmm. great now we got to get the little buzzy pager and it was like a whole thing and mm-hmm. you know I feel like it's definitely like a prom spot like a pre-prom yes you know moment yes. um mm-hmm. I did I I didn't do this personally but I have a friend who I thought this was genius he did a like uh like a chain for his birthday he did a chain restaurant crawl so they went oh, that's so oh, fun. to a big strip and they got like breadsticks at Olive Garden, Cheesecake at Cheesecake Factory, and like just went down. And I think that is so genius. I have always wanted to do that. That is. That, I love that. That's yeah. so fun if you don't have to wait at all of them. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. You got to call mm-hmm. ahead and let them know that, you know, they're part of your event. <laughs> yes, exactly. What would be your guys? Okay, in that scenario, what's the what's the crawl entree that you guys would choose? Ooh. Hmm. I mean, I, I've literally only been to Cheesecake Factory, I think, twice. So I don't even know what they have there. Um, they, they have too much. They have everything. The yeah. Um, I mean, I'm probably I mean, going with like an Outback Steakhouse, okay. like steak and potato mm. situation. Okay. Yeah. I think Applebee's is the appetizer. Um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> you think you Does TGI Fridays like still exist? I feel like I really haven't seen... Like the one in Salt Lake is gone now, and like I don't see them anywhere. Is that where you get TGI the mudslide? Like yes. that's the what I'm thinking. I never got it, but I always just entranced by it. Okay, this is embarrassing, but I just remember this. I once, when I was like 21, got so drunk at a TGI Fridays that I had to sleep in my car at a TGI Fridays. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got early on. Oh my gosh, flashback. So when I was like uh, younger, like I, I didn't drink when I was like, I never like drank before 21. And even when I was 20, like I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't like to drink. And I went to a melting pot. Do you guys, yes. do you guys know melting mm-hmm. pot? I, yes. Oh, oh, oh yes. I forgot we yes. had one. The, it's a fondue the restaurant. Is, yes. The grift that is melting yes. pot. <laughs> yes. I love yeah. it. Unfortunately, most of them have shut down, but I love it. Um, but we went and my friend was like the manager at the time and they, they serve like cocktails that are like dessert cocktail you know what i mean it's like white chocolate whatever caramel and they had caramel (laughs) apple martinis and the glass was like dipped and swirled in like liquid caramel and (laughs) because i didn't like the taste of alcohol so i didn't like to drink what i figured out is like if you coat your tongue with the caramel apple and drink like you can't taste anything so oh my i remember getting wasted at a melting pot underage (laughs) because of the caramel apple martini (laughs) and like imagine it was probably just like pure sugar like yeah oh Oh my god terrible i yeah i don't really understand like sweet like like yeah dessert drinks because i'm just like either order dessert or get a drink like i don't really know the combo is not yeah for me they're very yeah. intriguing though because they're they the, i love the presentation of a drink you know whether or not i drink yeah. it they're so pretty and they have the shavings and like like chocolate shavings it's great but it is um death if you drink five <laughs> that's so gross it yeah. hurts my stomach so much. i know i mean that's the problem with being a young drinker is you are primarily drinking shit like that and without moderation like you don't have the good sense to know yeah. that you should just get a nice tequila and have that on the rocks and you won't have such a bad hangover totally you're building a foundation <laughs> setting a standard i remember uh in in Glendale, there's a there's an Austin Powers themed bar, oh, um, yeah. the Electric Pussycat. I, it is probably not around anymore, um, but they had um, giant milkshakes that you could get that were like um, like fishbowl sized milkshakes, Ew. and they had like 
they had boozy ones and then they had other ones but they had like cereal on the top of them and i split one with somebody once because we we did a crawl of all of the themed the themed um uh restaurant the themed bars in la one night where we went to the beetlejuice the bad beetlejuice one the bad star wars one and the bad awesome one. they're it. all bad yeah <laughs> they're none of them are good at all um but uh i didn't go to sleep until six in the morning because it was just like too much sugar oh even my splitting god with somebody oh. and i'm like sh- and we didn't even oh, yeah it was and, like it wasn't even the boozy one it was just like the regular milkshake and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> so can't hold my milkshakes like oh i used to oh behave <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay we'll be back in a second everybody <laughs> I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. Katie, would you like to say hello? And I am Katie. Thank you. <laughs> Someday we'll remember to tell people they can say that. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's fun no, no, no. to just throw no, people under us. the bus. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing to do for your guest. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> okay, we're going to do lady problems. If you have a lady problem, you can send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, 323-6-BUT-30. Here's the theme song. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Those are amazing. I'm so sorry. Thank you. No. Okay, ladies. Hi, this is Hannah. Um, I am freaking out. I know I'm being a little dramatic, but this is like the only guy friend I've made in about three years because of fucking COVID, and I forgot how to be social and all this bullshit. So anyway, we became friends about six months ago. He comes over the other night. We're just hanging out platonic bullshit, but we flirt a lot, whatever. But I'm, like, kind of playing the long game here. He's, like, a few years younger than me, which is a little intimidating because I just turned 30. But anyway, the other night, he comes over. He told me this sad story. And it wasn't even that sad. But I started sobbing. Like, I just started sobbing. I just thought it was the saddest thing that I've ever heard. He looks like a little puppy. When I look into his eyes, he makes me so sad. He just looks at me and goes, and not in, like, a fun way. He's just like, why are you crying? And anyway, he goes, are you just really empathetic? And I said, yes. So anyway, that situation happened. It was weird. The next day, I'm like overcompensating for being weird. So I texted him about something that happened at his work and I was excited for him. And he gave me like a very generic response. And then the next day, I doubled down on my bullshit text and I texted him again. And then he like barely, after hours and hours and hours, gives me another bullshit response that was like very generic. And now I swear to God, if I lost my only friend that I've made in like a year and a half at my new city because of COVID, I just am going to lose it because I do not have the energy to find another friend. Can you guys please just tell me to calm down because I have no chill. And as one of you once said on the podcast, you can't help it if you were born a bit much. And that's me, unfortunately. 
Love you guys. <laughs> well, I love you, first of oh all. Yes. You're great. I mean, it's so... What a dude thing to do, to be like... To not text your friend back because she got emotional at a story. Um, yeah. Does she does she want to be just friends with him? It sounds like she's like playing the long like long game. Sounds like you're like you would like this to be something. Yeah, more I'm, I'm curious about that part of stuff. Yeah, that was my first thought. I also I know she mentioned she's thirty, which is good because mm-hmm. I feel like I was gonna say under the age of I'd say twenty five. If you are friends with someone of the opposite sex, like somebody wants to fuck somebody. Like it is just, <laughs> yeah. and somebody's gonna get mm-hmm. drunk and something's gonna happen late night. Like it's just, I don't know. It seems like a a lot of the vibe. But um, yeah, it sounded like there was maybe a little something more. Right. But I guess like aside yeah. from that, um, yeah, I would maybe just chill for a second. And like, I know it sucks. Like, uh, yeah, you know, we talked about this a lot. We talk about this a lot on the show, how hard it is to make friends, especially getting older, obviously, mm-hmm. especially over the last few years, you know. Mm-hmm. So I know that the panic of like, oh, my God, am I losing my connection with this person is a lot. And it's making you like want to you know hurry up Mm -hmm. and do something but maybe the answer is to just chill out for a second and let him i i think it's very dumb if he is doing that but maybe just you know just let him get over whatever him being weird about it and then just be casual in a week or something and ask to hang out you know yeah i agree play play the long con silent game and then if he wants to come back he shall um but I know it is very stressful, especially if you're like, then you're just second guessing everything you did and then second guessing right. the text you just sent and then the text you sent because you just second guessed the last text. Like it's you're in a cycle, you know? Well, and to be clear, if he's like willing to end a friendship over something like this, then fuck him. I mean, yeah, that's but, yeah, you know, but it could very easily be. I think a lot of us read into things when they're not necessarily there, especially over text. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. But I well, do yeah, think. Like, oh, wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do think. Yeah, you can just calm down because it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're. You're. It's. It's. It's fine. Because also, like, this isn't because this is just friends, as that is the agreement currently where it is right now. Like, you also shouldn't be stressed about getting text responses from just like a guy that you're friends with. Mm-hmm. You know. What yeah. I mean? Like, if you were getting like ramped up and just like, when's he gonna text back? When's he gonna text back? You've you've added a, a extra shit to this that is not gonna be healthy in the long run for a friendship to maintain anyway you know yeah but i do feel like like she said like this is a guy that she wants to be with like yeah that's this isn't yeah like that's mm-hmm. the end so like she's getting into like those head games over someone that she's yeah this right. is yeah. yeah uh for sure in which case i think then it's like be a little bit clear because like you're being you're also not being uh honest with him about your intentions. yeah that's true <laughs> right but i mean you know that's pretty hard to do especially when you're like if this is truly something, you know, if she doesn't have a lot of people she's connecting with right now. You probably are nervous sure. to rock the boat mm-hmm. and risk that. Yeah. So I get it. Um, yeah, for sure. It's just like I'd be, I could see him maybe picking up on that. Like if, especially yeah. if you are being intense about texts and stuff like that, because he's probably like, wait, what, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, like that could be a part of this too. For sure. But yeah, just, just chill and like give him some space and where did you meet him? Go meet other. Try to yeah, meet other I feel people. like it's one of those things that, like, in the moment you freak out, but like, you're gonna look back at it and be like, "What the fuck was I even, you know, worried about?" So, 
mm-hmm. I think, yeah, just take some, just chill out, whatever, take a bath. Yeah. You know, like walk your cat. Try, uh-huh. Yeah. Watch, <laughs> binge watch some shit and like just not, you know, worry about it for a second. Um, and yeah, figure out like if you want more from this, then like what does that mean? Or if it's gonna, if you want more and he clearly, and he doesn't, then I would try to extricate yourself because you're just gonna, you know, be in pain. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But good luck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> solve that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. Hi, ladies. My name is Lauren. My lady problem is I'm getting married next year, 10 8 22. And long story short, my fiance and I had found out that I was pregnant probably close to like eight months ago. And unfortunately, I had a miscarriage. And so while I was pregnant, though, before I had the miscarriage, my parents gave us the option of giving us a down payment for a house um, instead of paying for our wedding. So we would just do a very small ceremony, and then they would give us the money towards a down payment instead of a wedding, which is what we planned to do because at that time, like I said, I was pregnant. Um, So when I had the miscarriage... Things fell through, and we still wanted the house, you know, the down payment for the house. But my fiancé's mother, um, they're well off for money. You know, they have their own business. They're very successful. They offered to pay for our wedding because they think, you know, we should have a wedding no matter what. So my parents got kind of offended by this and, you know, really weren't happy about it. I just wanted to get your guys' opinion um, and ask you, you know, what you think. Should I be more understanding of my parents' feelings or should I just let them know, listen, like, this is really nice of Shane's parents to offer and I think they should be happy for me because it's my wedding day. But I hope this isn't confusing. Sorry if it is. Love you guys. Well... I mean, first of all, I'm so sorry you went through that. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. no, it's becoming, people are like talking a lot more about how often women have miscarriages and it's really important. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, I see what happened now. They they were not going to do the wedding because they were like, we have a baby on the way. We don't want to deal with it. And then they were like, have the opportunity now to have the wedding. And I mean, I think go for, I mean, obviously, I think if you want one, yeah. fucking go for it. If you have the opportunity, of course. Yeah. Okay. Because it sounds like you get to do, you know, get the house and the wedding. Yeah. It's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. I and... feel confused though, because she said that it blank fell through. So if the option was originally her parents were going to, her parents were going to pay for a wedding or house, then she said that didn't end up happening. So I'm confused as to. Oh, but she did say they. I do think that they are still paying for the house. I think that, uh, yeah, something in there was a little confusing, so maybe we're wrong, but um, I do think they're still paying for it. I guess either way, it doesn't matter because it's not. it doesn't sound like the in-laws are offering to pay for the house. They're just offering to pay for a wedding, so. Yeah, it sounds like her parents are like, we can do one or the mm-hmm. other, and they chose right. house, and then that they, maybe they're feeling a little insecure because they think that that means that they're being cheap because they didn't do both, and it's like, girl, you have two sets of parents like you have two two sets of parents for a reason now uh and if if you're you know lucky enough that both of them can be pitching in and like helping your life and supporting you in that way totally then you know it's kind of your parents ego that i think is the only problem here 
really. Absolutely. You cannot control how other people feel, but if it's your life. However, if there is no house involved and you're choosing between Mm -hmm. a house and a wedding, always choose house. Um, Personally, um, you will not regret the house and you will... uh, yeah. Um, as <laughs> and, am I biased because I'm all about decor? Yes. But um, I think that especially like the olden days of like people spending like tens of thousands of dollars on a wedding and then not having a house. Are you an idiot? Come on. Um, but mm-hmm. now if yeah, if they're going to if, if you have a house and they're offering to pay for that, then yeah, just take that. I mean, you can't control it. And it is your life. And they're your your parents are being selfish if they don't want you to enjoy the wedding you want. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. pretty common in weddings for like both sides' parents to contribute in some way. Your parents' contribution, I think, was a house. Might not have been. Either way, like, I think just like remind them that you're really grateful for whatever. It sounds like maybe they are feeling a little bit insecure. So maybe just remind them again. Thank you for your generosity. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is something I want to yeah. do. I don't see any way that you should not have a wedding that you want to have because your parents' feelings are hurt. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. very much. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if there's like, um, th- like, number one, if these parents, if both his parents like know each other that well, or like, you know, if they have a relationship whatsoever, mm. whatever, or like, if there's something that your parents like could do to be a part of the wedding that isn't monetary, like, like your mom helps makes the crafts, or like, you know, th- there's a way to involve them so they don't feel like they're like. I could see them being insecure about maybe not being a part of it right now, and it's like, no, you're. We haven't even gotten to that part yet because you're being defensive out of the gate, but like. You know, you got to at a certain point, you have to coddle your own parents yeah. <laughs> a little bit with this shit. But yeah, maybe like giving them tasks, be like, you're in charge of finding the cake or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Tasks are good. Distract them. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, you know what you want. You said it at the end, you know, you need to just kind of be like sorry like of course I'm gonna do this and you've obviously been through a really hard time you know if you have the opportunity to Mm -hmm. celebrate together you should definitely take Mm -hmm. that for sure Um, and like fuck it what do they they get to drink for free come on yeah yeah sure mom and dad yeah and but I will say to Katie's point this is maybe for just all of our listeners if you're in this position you don't have to manage your parents feelings at a house well maybe you do but not the same way that you do at a wedding (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. Very, very differently. <laughs> but also make sure that that means you guys are getting the house that you want uh, and that their influence is not like, even though they're giving you the down payment, like, you know, you get the place that you guys yeah. want. And you're Same not, for like, wedding you know, stuff too. It's, they have to, yes. that has to be an honest gift and not like now your mother in law wants right. to choose not flowers like- or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, weddings are so. Oh God, planning a wedding is. So... I hope Tess your mother. Flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember my mom. I decided I was gonna do my pies from I. Sean and I both don't like cake, so we did pie instead. And so I was just gonna go to Costco and get pie. I was like, it's gonna be the middle of the night. No one's gonna give a shit. I'm just getting pies at Costco. And my mom was not having it. She just got became really obsessed with pie. <laughs> And she started oh going to like various farmers market and texting me pictures of pie. Oh my uh, she God. would just text me the word pie. One time she was texting me like 10 pie emojis in a row. And I was like, fine, mom, choose the pie. Oh Go choose God. the pie. <laughs> oh my God. That is, this so, is so funny. funny. Oh my, God. My, 
my sister-in-law had a pie incident too when they, she was planning her and my brother's wedding because she wanted uh they wanted to do pies too because same thing they're not big cake people and she had like um an aunt or a cousin that is like a baker but like not a very good one <laughs> <laughs> who was like well i will do all the pies and then but they were they had, the, they had a huge wedding so she was like mm, could you do like 10 pies and then they just put those pies kind of in the back and they got <laughs> pies all around it <laughs> which i res- respect Geni- the hell that's out of. genius to be honest yeah it yeah, is true exactly. i mean no one like what cake cake is gross no one gives a fuck yeah. about the dessert portion like they're I all drunk at that like, point boomers can't exactly. handle the fact that we're like choosing pies they're like wait what yeah. <laughs> You've already, you, you, it's already outdoors. There's no priest. Right, I don't right. understand. And now there's no cake. There's no cake anymore either. <laughs> what the hell is happening? You got married on a tree stump. I don't understand. Is this even a real wedding? <laughs> exactly. We're in the front to their sensibilities. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, send us pictures of your house and your yeah. wedding when you Please. have both. And we can't wait. Um, maybe you do the, I mean, I don't know, maybe you do the wedding at the house so your parents feel like they bought the venue with that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not a bad idea. There we go. Very smart. Just watch Katie's <laughs> channel for some, yes. you know, tips on DIY yes. at the house. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Katie. It's been so much fun. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find your channel. Anything else you want to shout out where they can find your social media? Yeah. Just subscribe to um, Laugh Cry DIY on YouTube. Um, you can go to my website, katiefrench.com. That's Katie with a Y. And all my socials are linked on everything. And you can find Laugh Cry DIY everywhere. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hello, ladies. Uh, so I just wanted to give you guys an update. Uh, I'm the lady who got scammed. Um, and yeah, the, what Tess shared uh, was exactly what happened to me. It was from a fake psychic, someone, some douchebag that's impostering impo- in, in and pretending to be <laughs> pretending to be someone that I do follow. Uh, the comedian Christina Hutchinson has been working with her, and since I had heard about what she does, um, you know, I've been following her, and, and I, I like what she does. And so when uh, the faker messaged me, um, I jumped on board, and it was way later after I sent that money where I started piecing things together, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, this is not right. And that's what happened. So since then, um, the real psychic has messaged me. Uh, I let her know that she, that I've been reporting him, calling him out, and um, I'm even trying to find out how to report him federally uh, as a scammer uh, for uh, cyber fraud. Haven't quite figured that out yet, but uh, I'm I'm working on it. So she has offered me a free reading, and she is delightful, and it's actually her. <laughs> um, and I wanted to also give a shout-out to the lady that helped me out financially. That was such a incredible surprise. I just, I just wanted to send her a hug um, from far away. And I just wanted to say thank you to everyone, and love you bunches, and... Uh, don't call for scams. Look into it before you jump in. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. And uh, Happy New Year. Hola, ladies. It's Katie, um, one of your avid listeners. I just listened to the latest episode, 467, 
with Marie Boston, and you guys asked what was the most expensive thing she's ever broken. And she mentioned a porcelain dog, and I just thought I was the only one that has done this. As a four-year-old, my parents, my grandparents got a porcelain standard-sized poodle they felt needed to be displayed on the front porch for the whole neighborhood to see in its glory. And I unknowingly, the little fat-ass four-year-old that I was, was like, I'm going to ride this porcelain poodle thinking it would hold my chunky self. And it was, in fact, hollow. And my feet went directly through the porcelain grass mound that the porcelain poodle was on. My grandma came outside, Janice, yelling, Katie, what have you done? And I blamed it on my genius thought of the big stomping thing came through and did it. So it is a long-told joke within my family. Everyone thinks it's hilarious. If anything happens, if I hit something with my car, Obviously, the big stomping thing has done it, but insurance would never accept that. So, anyway, um, yep, love to lie, always done it, not very good at it. Hope you guys have a great day. Love you all. Bye.